Welcome to Fireproof Your Retirement, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duel with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. So I know of this situation where a mother and father were telling their teenage daughter um, not to engage in sexual activities before getting married. And the daughter looked at him and said, well, that's hypocritical of you. Because I know you did since there was a bun in the oven prior to marriage. And no, I'm not speaking about us. We don't have a teenage daughter, thankfully. We've got one that thinks she is. But is it actually hypocritical? I'm going to say it's not. Because I think there's sometimes that we go through something, an experience. And if that experience is negative, and we can see things that we could have done different to make it so we didn't experience the pain that we experienced, then we tell others not to go down that path. Right. That's not being hypocritical. That's saying, here's a mistake I made, even though maybe the results were in the end good, but here's something that caused pain, conflict, angst, that if we could do it again, or if I could help you, I would tell you not to do it. Is that hypocritical? No. So why do we do this show? Is it because we've been perfect with money? No. I think it's been that we've been very blessed. We've made mistakes, but there's been things that we've done that we couldn't explain why we started to do them. Um, I'm not trying to push religion on anybody, but I do believe in a Holy Spirit. I think there's times that we do things that we can't explain why we do them, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey! Light bulb. (laughs) You can see we've been watching, what is it, Despicable Despicable Me Me. a lot. But it, it is, it's like light bulb. And it's like, that works really well. I wonder if it would work for others. And then we try it in our firm and I share that with others. They try it and they're like, hey, that was a really cool idea. Where'd you get it? And I'm like, well, I can't really take the credit. They're like, oh, so it was Vanessa's idea. No. Why is it they always defer to thinking it default to thinking it must have been Vanessa's idea? Because people know me. No. <laughs> if they did, they wouldn't come to that conclusion. Okay. The point is, we're here to try to change lives by sharing things that we found that worked with us and that have worked with the hundreds of families that we've worked with personally. It's different. A lot of radio TV hosts, they work with somebody for a few seconds, maybe a few minutes and give you advice. It's different when you work with people for years. And on that note, this is Fireproof Your Retirement. It's the show where our goal, our hope, our passion is to change listeners' lives 
by changing the way they look at money because I really believe this and I know it sounds weird and we don't talk about it enough. Money does not have meaning. Money had meaning. People on their deathbed, they would tell everyone, I've got the secret to life. Now, if you were ever in a hospital room where somebody you loved or knew said, I got the secret to life, what would everyone do? Ask you what it is. They would like hover in, right? It would bring everyone real close. And then that person on the last breath, they would whisper, it's the 401k. No. Exactly. No. Because money is a tool. Tools do not have meaning. Now, I had somebody argue with me on this recently. They said, well, I got a, I got a claw hammer from my dad. I don't know. I just gave him a southern accent. I got a claw hammer from my dad. Mike, that tool has meaning. No, no, no. The claw hammer doesn't have meaning. Dad's hammer has, has meaning. meaning. Money is a tool. Tools don't have meaning. They have purpose. The purpose of money, the only two things you'll ever do with it are what? Spend it or give it away. That's it. Final destination of every dollar. So we have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the way firms are advertising to you. Songs, TV commercials, gimmicks such as Domino's Pizza Insurance. One Lame. Yeah. Gimmick. Which one do you want to start with today? I, I mean, I think talking about spending unnecessary money to get something that has absolutely no impact on your personal life, a.k.a. dishwashers. So you want to start with the dishwasher one. So give us the commercial. You and I were talking about it. We couldn't, we did a, a 13 Google searches as to which point I got yelled at, let's get going. Yes, you did. Because you couldn't find it. I couldn't. But I... anyways, Bosch has this dishwasher and I'm just going to tell you Bosch isn't the only company that's got a dishwasher that doesn't make noise that they're advertising that you need to have this dishwasher because when your guests are over and you get done with dinner there's nothing more annoying than having a loud dishwasher going in the background and your guests are going to judge you for it right well I'm going to tell you something it's actually the opposite because we have a quiet dishwasher it is not a Bosch and we had everybody over for Christmas and what did my mom do Started the dishwasher and came storming out of the kitchen. Is this thing even working? I can't hear it. Now, wait a minute. Just in case my mother-in-law is listening, I'm going to give a more accurate impersonation of Lori. It's... You, you better watch yourself. Excuse me, everyone. Could you please listen up for a minute? Is this dishwasher activated at the current moment? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. All right, so the point here is, though, is we're being marketed. Now, I don't know if it's a Lowe's commercial or a Home Depot. And again, the Google search didn't help. But the idea here is we're being marketed for a problem that doesn't exist. So this commercial, they they get done cooking, and they're almost done. And you hear the doorbell ring, and then they pan away. They show everybody putting, they show the husband and wife, hurry, lining the, the road, the, the racks up with dishes and cups and glasses, closing it, turning it on and go, and basically saying, at Bosch, our dishwashers are so well made that you can run them while your company is over so you can converse and talk to your guests without ruining the experience. I'm sorry, but a dishwasher has never ruined my experience with my friends. You know, that's the thing. If a guest comes over to have dinner and they're like, hey, Mike, I want to let you know the meat cooked mm, perfectly. The peas, eh, wasn't a fan, but you put that garlic butter on, ah, loved it. But got to tell you, my my night, my experience, our conversing was ruined. It was. What happened? Didn't you hear that dishwasher in the back? Be like, get out, leave. 
Sorry, but that's not a friend, and quite frankly, that's not a problem that I can think that anybody has. But it, but you know what? And it may sound silly that here we are on a financial show talking to you about this. Well, what's it really matter? Be aware of how you're being marketed to. And it may not be that big of a deal. Well, I needed a new dishwasher anyway, so I went and bought that one. I get it. But there are people who went out there and bought a dishwasher because all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's the holiday time. Because that's what this commercial was. I mean, do you think it's any coincidence that it had been airing a lot right before the holidays? Absolutely not. And we all want everyone to have a pleasant experience when we're hosting. Right. And you already spend a lot of money during the holidays. So some people might not be able to afford said $1,200 dishwasher. And so my point to you here is put it in perspective and make sure we're putting what's important to the forefront. And just because you can afford it doesn't mean it's something you need. doesn't mean it's something you should have. When we, We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about cell phones. And there's a lot of you that can afford the brand new iPhone 35X, if that's what they're up to now. I don't know. But does it mean you should? What impact does it have on the people around you? Kids, if you have them. Nieces and nephews, if you don't. When we come back, we'll talk about that. Let's take a quick break. Mike Markey is full of information, but as you probably already know, he gets so excited to give out that information that he speaks at about 900 words per minute with gusts up to 1,300. Now's your chance to get that information at your own pace. Mike has written a book called Fireproof Your Retirement, which can be found on Amazon. It covers many of the same topics we cover during the show, including income planning, asset allocation, gifting, taxes, and much more. As you know, Mike is all about paying it forward. That is why 100% of the proceeds go to local fire departments. Once again, that's Fireproof Your Retirement by Michael Markey, which can be found on Amazon.com. So second segment here, we're going to talk about, we promised before the break, we need to talk about cell phones. Now, how could cell phones be that impactful to somebody's financial situation? Because they've gotten ridiculously expensive. Yeah, but that's not the way it's being marketed right now. Well, right. I guess you can lease them now. Exactly. So all of a sudden- Just like a car. (laughs) We're watching a Sprint commercial. So today is all about commercials. We're watching a Sprint commercial- And in the fine print, it says lease payments. So we look it up and it says that you can lease an iPhone or whatever you want it to be, an iPhone and iFox or a Samsung or, you notice how they don't say Blackberries there? Because nobody has a Blackberry. Because people pay cash for Blackberries. That's why. Okay. Well, anyways. So they say you can lease for life for $41.67 a month and every 12 months you can upgrade and to if you a new phone. And then you, but by the way, in the fine print, it says if you want to upgrade to a new phone at 12 months, you have to pay an extra $5 a month. Right. Or it's every 18 months is the way I, I didn't dig a lot into it. But is it really cheaper then? What are people focusing on? Are they looking big picture? No, they're looking at the fact that they don't have to spend $1,000 for an iPhone X immediately. But first of all, do you have to spend $1,000 to get a good cell phone? No, absolutely not. Mine is two and a half years old and we spent like 400 bucks on it. Which is still kind of ridiculous. It is. I agree. So I started thinking about it, and it's not going to surprise anyone here. I did a little math. Let's take the forty-one sixty-seven a month. Forty-one sixty-seven times twenty years. Because if you're forty years old right now and listening to it, maybe you do it for twenty years until you decide this is a bad idea. Right. 
And there's kind of a 20-year span in people's lives where their income goes up, they start to have kids, they start to go to soccer games, and, you know, they just got so much going on and their income is fine, they're being able to save. I meet people all the time that their financial situation is pretty bad. Right. But they don't realize it. You know why? Because they have no credit card debt. They're spending less than they make. The house is on its way to getting paid off. They're putting a little bit away. But what they're used to spending, they have no way of recreating when they get into retirement. Right. So we get about this 20-year span where it's easy to falsify and get into a law that says, I'm doing all right. I can spend it. I deserve this. And here's what I mean. Take that 4167 times 20 years. I added 2% inflation. I don't think that's for tech technology. No. I don't think yeah, that's no. too high. $12,402. Now that may not sound like a lot. Here's what I compared it to. Can you buy a nice phone for 400 bucks? Yes. Are you going to get the new iPhone 84? No, but nobody wants to buy it when it comes off the shelf because they're going to have problems with it for six months. And then if you're an iPhone owner, get the second model and they're going to keep it slow for you. So. <laughs> right. But taking outside of that wormhole, I think you can get a decent phone for $400. It's not going to be the newest, the latest, the greatest. Oh, no. It will still work. It'll probably do everything you need it to do. So I took $400. I increased that. I said, you got to replace it every four years. Mm-hmm. And so I did that then for actually 21 years. You buy one now, you buy one again, because at four-year increments, then it's year five, year nine, year 13, right, right. 17, 21. Yep. And at 2% inflation, you know what that came up to? Not a whole lot. Less than $3,000. Now you're going, well, but I really like the phone. And Mike, that's worth nine grand to me. Absolutely not. But not everyone's you, Mrs. Bright Green. Hey, our green is almost the same. Not that anyone can see. Anyway, she's wearing a bright green shirt or jacket. Then all of a sudden I was going to make fun of it. And I looked and I'm wearing a bright green shirt. But anyhow, but more importantly, what if you invested the difference? Now, this isn't like the buy term and invest the difference. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people saying you can't save. They don't have enough. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Mike, middle class is gone. The tax bill won't help anybody. You don't understand what it's like. Yes, I do. But if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you shouldn't be spending more for a cell phone than what I pay in daycare for a month for our smallest child. But let's be let's be fair. When you're not feeling good about yourself, there are things we can buy that put us further behind. But give us this temporary sense of accomplishment, sense of, I think sometimes people are tying their self-worth. Into stuff. Mm-hmm. And it makes them feel better. Right. Well, this $9,000 difference, though, just at a 5%, okay? That's not a huge rate of return. Right. What's it really represent? That's about 13600 Now you go, well, that's not even that big a deal. But remember when we talked about this 20-year span? I wasn't talking from 15 to 35. I said, what? You start to have kids? Right. And when you have kids, you generally have a spouse. spouse. So you're buying phones for not one, but two. And then the kids get 10 years and then old. not two, but yeah. three now, or ki- four. Now kids are 10 years old. They need, a, they need a smartphone. Our 10-year-old tried to tell us, well, kids in my class have a smartphone. Good. Let me, you know, I'm going to put you in the Boy Scouts. You're going to learn how to do smoke signals. You need to talk to me. Do a smoke signal. I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> but now all of a sudden you're paying for kids. So I just, I want to keep this easy. I said two kids for 10 years or three kids for seven years or four kids for five years. I just essentially did one more 13.6. So you're going to, that difference, that 13.6 is really times three, not one. It's times three because of spouse and kids. That's a 
$1,000, really closer to $41,000 difference. That's a big difference. It's inflated. That's already adjusted for inflation. You're going to work a year of your life. To pay for some cell phones. Just to pay for, if you go on this lease plan, because you've been short focused. We were talking about this before. What was the term we used? Singularly focused. Exactly. You know, well, you were telling me about this one guy that you met with who was only looking at one part of his whole financial packet, if, if you will, mm-hmm. and was worried about being more, um, what did you call it? More aggressive? Right. No. Yes. Yeah. More aggressive and less safe. And he knows that he should do it that way, but he just can't stomach it. Exactly. Something like that. Well, and that, And that's what the financial world has been telling him. So he's a little bit younger than what we normally work with. And he's got a little bit of a nest egg put aside already. Um, but he knows as a business owner, he's telling me, Mike, I, I know that if I'm less risky, if I should be, you know, 80% red, so we call red money at risk money, I should be 80% red, but I can't, it bothers me. That would keep me up at night, but I know that I'm not going to make as much if I'm more safe, but I feel better that way. What do I do? That's what he asked me. How do I overcome that? Every firm he's talked to continues to focus on, look at how much you're losing by not taking this risk here. Yeah, but they don't ask him about the other stuff that he spends money on. Perfect. Singularly focused. And I looked at him. We'll call him Bob. I said, Bob, I get it. You're not going to make as much here. So let's look at the big picture. You're talking about what? Assets or net worth? He goes, net worth. I said, so why when we talk about net worth, are you only factoring in the the value of your portfolio? Well, I don't know. What about the value of your business? If your portfolio goes down in half, will that affect the decisions you make in your business? He said, I don't know. No, it does. Probably. It absolutely does. Because all of a sudden you don't feel as good. If you have $300,000 in your portfolio, maybe you can make a decision in your business that's a little bit more aggressive because you think you've got a $300,000 backup plan. Right. But if that goes down to one fifty, you now can't make that right. same decision. It's like my dad. I spend a lot of money in July because we work 5 million hours a week. And in January, if I look cross-eyed at buying more coffee. Right. It's a perfect example. I didn't think of that. But in, Ju- in, in July, you talk about, hey, your showroom needs to be updated. And he goes, I agree, but we don't have the manpower. We can't take it off the job set right now. So then in January, when I say, okay, the guys don't have a lot to do. Let's do it. I don't have the money right now. We're I can spend that. Ah. Yeah. So it's about how it makes you feel. And I looked at him and said, so why, when we talk about net worth, are we just considering the value of your portfolio? What about the value of the business? I said, what about expenses? You shared with me that you're replacing cars about every four years. What if we were able to take the amount of risk you feel comfortable taking and we offset that lower rate of return with replacing cars every five or maybe six years? Right. What if we offset that lower rate of return with a little bit of an increase in contribution, meaning how much you save on a monthly basis? What if we offset that lower rate of return with just working one, two, or three more years? We can do that math. Right. So why is it that everyone you've met with has continued to singularly focus on judging the performance, judging the um, value of your net worth, your retirement based on what that 401k, what that IRA, what those investment portfolios values will be when that is one small piece, maybe one good sized piece. It's not the whole pie, though. It's about a piece and a half. Depends who's cutting. 
My point, though, is if you're, you feel like you're getting that kind of advice, if you've been working with a firm that when you ask questions, all they do is they focus on that one piece, how much of the pie are you really talking about? I know I'm biased here, but I believe when you are introduced into a relationship with a financial person or firm, if that relationship starts off at one of the nicest restaurants in town with the most expensive item on the menu, how on earth do you expect that there's not some type of ulterior motives? Think about it like dating. Where I grew up in a small farm town, if you took somebody out on a first date to the nicest place in town and ordered the prime rib, it was downhill from there. You got slapped. Like, what did you expect from tonight? (laughs) Yeah, we do it in finance all the time. That's one of the reasons why when we start a process with somebody, we do these educational workshops at libraries. Because when you say it's educational and you then do it at the nicest restaurant in town, that's a conflicting message. So we do it at a library because that's a parallel message. And it's non-confrontational. You can leave at the end and you're not going to feel guilty that, hey, I drank some of their coffee and some cruddy cookies. The cookies aren't that bad. No, they're not. But if you're getting a singular message and you're in your mid to late 50s, you're getting close to retirement, or even if you're in retirement, you're 65, you're 70, I encourage you to go to one of our workshops. Yes, it's about Social Security, but even if you're a little ways away or you're a little ways in, there's still something there that will help you, and it will be educational. Go online to LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. That's LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. You can sign up right there. Or give us a call at 616-589-4004 at 616-589-4004 and we'd be happy to sign you up. Every great day has a beginning and every bad day has an ending. Many of you will start and finish each day in your bathroom. Have you ever noticed that when you go to a new hotel, the thing you want to see most is how nice your bathroom is. You'll take a look at the shower, the shower door, the glass, the handles, the hinges. Let my friends, my family, the pros at City Glass and Mirror, they've been here for over 50 years now. Let them design your dream bathroom. Let them help you start each day and end each day in your oasis. They can design it with vision and passion and they will give you an accurate quote. They won't give you a low quote just to try to win your business because they want you to be happy. Give them a call at 616-842-3740, 616-842-3740. Visit them on the web at cityglassgh.com, at cityglassgh.com, or again, give them a call, 842-3740. And welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Retirement. It goes by quick, doesn't it? Sure does. So before the break, we've talked about We've talked about commercials, how they market to you, how they give you a problem that doesn't actually exist. We've talked about Sprint, renting cell phones, what that does. And you know, one of the things we forgot to talk about, though, is that if you don't, you know, if you have kids or if you don't have kids, maybe it's nieces and nephews, just because you're in the financial position to be able to do it, to spend on that new phone every year, every two years. And maybe you're saying, well, that's something that describes who I am. It's important to me. I think very few will actually benefit from having the brand new phone every year or every two years. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And then it shows this message to others that look up to you as a role model and they want to replicate that. And one of the problems we've seen with future generations is they don't necessarily go through all the steps that you went through to get there. Right. They think that it's easy and it just poof, there's money. And I think part of that, though, we were listening to a song 
And it's a song that we've heard on a few times. And it drives me nuts because it talks about, I'm trying to think of what the lyrics were. Talks about the rent is going to be late. Yeah, I knew my rent was going to be late a week ago. But I work I work my tail off and I just can't make enough. So instead, I'm going to go to the club because I've got plenty of money to spend there instead. Because I deserve it. I couldn't do it. It wasn't going to make a difference anyway, so I might as well. Yeah, and I work hard. So I'm going to go to the club and spend all this money on a lot of things that I shouldn't. Now, if you're not a millennial, you're sitting there going, well, that's a dumb message. I wouldn't succumb to that marketing. But that's what kids these days, kids, 20-something-year-olds are doing. Well, let's go a step up. Let's talk about the E-Trade commercials we watch because those aren't marketed towards millennials. No. Those are marketed towards people, I'm going to say high 30s to early 50s. Mm -hmm. We had a few of them. The first one, there's this guy on a yacht. And I mean like mega yacht. It's a ship. And he's driving in the harbor. He's swerving, doing S-curves. He knocks over some people in a kayak. He's the biggest, dopiest guy you'll ever see. He's dancing. He's going bouncing around. And he jumps off the back. And he's the one steering the boat. And they they start it with, yeah, the dumbest guy at your high school just got a yacht. And then don't get don't get don't get mad. E-trade. Yeah, invest. E-trade. And then so we're doing this research and we see a couple more. One, um, the next one was about a brother-in-law. They said, you really love your brother-in-law, but it's secretively saying, but you really hate him. Because and then they say the statement, they go, your brother-in-law has both stocks and bonds and bonds. Exactly. And your father-in-law uh, or your father doesn't even like fishing, but he's going deep sea fishing with him. Why? Because he's got stocks. And bonds. And it made it all about that everyone likes this brother-in-law but you because he's got a bunch of money. As though that's the way the world works. And if, you know, I'm going to say that I think most people listening, that's not the way your family works. No. Is that the way you want your family to work? No. But yet it it, it hits this like inner emotion for people. And disagree with me, let me give you another one. There's another one of the guys on an airplane mm-hmm. and this little kid's kicking the back of his seat. He gets knocked on the back of the head with some like fire truck or whatever. He walks up, he gazes into first class and it's posh. It's beautiful. I think there's a bar in there. If there's room for a harpist in the corner, they're sitting there going, bleep, 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 bleep. Well, that's not what a harpist First class like. is not really like this, but they make it this ridiculous. And the stewardess. Poshy. The stewardess walks up, grabs the curtains, goes, whoosh. Closes them, makes the nastiest face you'd ever see, and then walks away. With a smile on her face. Right. And then let's go to the last one. Now, this one's a little bit older, and I remember it, but I forgot about it until I saw it. It shows this guy who I'm going to say is more in the service profession, and it's seeing all of these people with money. Mm-hmm. And it goes into the Fiddler on the Roof song. If I were a rich well, man. Well, first he walks, past, he walks past the guy's office who shows up in some Ferrari or Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. And the guy does the proverbial go away hand right. signal. And then somehow this guy's also a famous painter because he's painting the guy with no shirt on sitting on some type of like easel or sitting on some type of, like, modified, not real horse, horse thing, and the guy is out in the tundra, you know, all big anyway. and strong. But it goes into this song, and the song in the background is The Fiddler on the Roof. And the line that got me was, if I were a rich man, I wouldn't have to work hard. Right. There's this idea that we can create wealth, that we can create riches, by not working hard, just by being lucky, just by picking the right stock, the right 
mutual fund that if you just do it, it will just work and you'll make all this money. You don't have these things. You don't have first class, but you deserve it. And if you deserve it, how do you get it? You got to invest. You deserve a big boat, but if you don't have it, how do you get it? You invest. You deserve to be able to throw money away. That last commercial, they had a giant pool with jet skis and people lounging around drunk and passed out in ball gowns in ball gowns a mansion people doing everything for you that is not the way life will work relax there we're being marketed to and this doesn't make these companies evil by the way it's just marketing it's working for them that's the problem that's why they're doing it hello light bulb that's light bulb yeah you're better at it than i am it goes back to the leasing a cell phone it goes back to buying a dishwasher because you can't invite people up do not start that dishwasher during the middle of a dinner party because it will ruin it will oh it will ruin the evening the good meat the potatoes the drinks they can hear the dishwasher or if you're my family it's the opposite you better hear that dishwasher or Lori's gonna come stomping out of the kitchen Excuse me, everyone. Is the dishwasher on at this point in time? No. And on that note, everyone, I want to thank you for joining us again. It's been our pleasure. It truly has. We have a blast with you, and we hope that we're helping you along this journey. Until next week, this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Retirement. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Retirement. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.